Hello, my name is Rio Nasemakula, and welcome to the Heart, Mind, and Hands podcast, where I seek to connect you to people and resources to spur you on to good works and the worship of God. For the past few weeks, I've been writing a few articles about identity. I have titled this series, Fractured Identity and the God that Heals Us. In this week's blog, I talked about a new identity that thrusts us as far as eternity. This is part four in this series. You can find parts one, two, and three in this series before you continue or even before you listen to this uh, podcast. You can find it in the podcast. In part three of this series, I showed that the deep problem of all humanity is that though through Adam, sin entered the world, infecting everything, even the family. And yet, God provided a way for humanity to be healed and brought back to him, the place where they belonged in the first place. Because of great God's great love and mercy, all who trust in Jesus Christ and his work are a people set apart. Apostle Peter's choice of words is a chosen generation called by God to display his excellence. Having believed the good news, that is, God motivated by love sent Jesus to die on the cross in our place, satisfying God's justice due to us because we are sinners, forgiving and redeeming us forever, making us sons in his kingdom and securing a place for us with him eternity, they are given a new identity. They are new people. They are God's own children, welcome at his table, secure forever because of the work of his beloved son. Sometimes because of the gravity of our current circumstances, the lack of jobs, the brokenness in our own homes, the corruption in the government, all these things, it is hard to comprehend who we are in Christ Jesus and why this matters so much. Like the people to whom Paul wrote all those years ago, we are poor. Many Christ followers in the apostles' day had no assurance of the day's meal. The unemployment rate in Uganda is alarming and has affected many believing Christians. So many young people in our churches and communities, even with families to care for, are grappling with unemployment and subsequent poverty. We are despised for the sake of Christ as they were. Very few respectable fellows would subscribe to true Christianity and the very premise on which it stood, that is a resurrected Christ, seemed preposterous in their apostles' day. Today, there is a fashionable Christianity that is heralded by many in Uganda, but it is not the apostolic faith passed down over the ages. Centered on the work of Christ, true Christianity is despised and many subscribe to a false man-made gospel in which God is just a means to their own end and not Lord. We are broken because of sin in the world and in our own hearts as they were. Many of us were raised in broken homes where God was honored only in words, but without actions or not honored at all, and are frustrated as we see this cycle repeated in our homes or in the homes of loved ones. And yet, despite their poverty, 
persecution, brokenness, and despise. The apostles labor to remind them that they are special, called by God, they're forgiven, they're redeemed, they're adopted, and by the power of God's grace, they would do mighty things for his name's sake. Their current circumstances were not a hindrance to God's hand. In fact, he would work mightily in and through them in spite of them. My heartfelt prayer is that this reality would wash over our souls like a cold drink on a very hot day. God is not hindered by our poverty or persecution, neither by a corrupt and ineffective system of governance or the desperation of our circumstances, not even by our current brokenness. No, no, he will act in spite of these things to bring about a rich harvest among those whom he saves, whom he sets apart for his glory. Our rags on the outside actually conceal a marvelous spiritual treasure within that we must lean into and act out of in our daily lives with the confident hope that God is with us. He is Emmanuel. We must remember that Christ has triumphed and because of this we too have triumphed and allow that truth to fuel our minds, hearts and hands wherever we are to live boldly for God even when everyone and everything around us seems to be crumbling. At the core we are not merely victims of our circumstances. Mm -mm. Even though they affect us obviously but a chosen generation called forth by God to show his excellence. A seed has been planted in us by God through the finished work of Christ and is guarded by the Holy Spirit such that it is imperishable. If this seed is watered consistently by the word of God, if our minds comprehend what God has done, if our hearts are tender, soft, responsive to what God reveals, and our hands and feet act swiftly in response to all that he commands. What will happen? I am confident that just like those early Christians did, we will experience the mighty hand of God in our churches and communities because God is faithful. May God in Christ, by the working of the Holy Spirit, make it so for the fame of his beautiful name. Amen.